Hip-hop finds inspiration everywhere, and that's no different from my guest today. With an album, comic, and a video game coming soon, please join me in welcoming rapper and host of the Anime and Hip-Hop podcast for undergroundhiphopblog.com, C3. What it is, what it is. Thank you for having me, bro. Of course. Uh, like I said right before we started recording, <laughs> we've been trying to get this going for a minute, but... Uh, right, right. December is a busy time, so... <laughs> It's a lot of new music. It's the top of the oh year. God. You yeah. know, no, January is going, you know, everybody's dropping music. Of course. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, like I, I was working in retail. So I was like, shit, I got, <laughs> I can't do God. nothing right now. <laughs> I'm locked down. <laughs> and then uh, just, just matter of scheduling, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But uh, glad. And that's what it, I mean, it's the real stuff. That's what it seems, you know, music business wise anyway. Like anytime you have a release, you have timing scheduling oh my god <laughs> yeah it's it's needed it's people the biggest misconception i'm just putting it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the thing like people like people who don't really look into it there's like oh well why didn't they just drop it like no nah, there's there's more to <laughs> more to it more than that <laughs> not as real and I want to thank you. No, thank you for supporting it. Um, you, you, you actually got the comic book, uh, an album, and uh, and a video game. So you're lifetime subscriber. You know what I mean. When you do all three like that, you get you get a uh, you basically lifetime subscriber PDF versions, um, updates, things like that. So I want to for sure give you a uh, give you a shout out and thank you. Appreciate it. I'm actually still waiting on the comic, but uh, <laughs> it should it should be in the mist. Be coming so. soon. It should be here. <laughs> um but before we get into spirit language uh let's let's reel it back a little bit um let's uh let's get into some of your influences like with both music and just creatively because you're very multifaceted in that sense like um um, yeah let's start with music i guess music uh I, i mean for sure like you know, it's the it's the the regulars, it's the Tupacs, it's the Nas, it's the Jay Zs. But the thing is, it's a lot of other artists. You know, away from those foundational artists that helped me, like you know, build my uh, my my style. You know, um, uh, my outlook on things. You know, because that's really you know the musicians. Usually, you're able to relate. You're mm-hmm. able to relate to them. Um, so one artist that that I was able to relate to was Blue. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh below the heavens was one of my favorite albums period because of the it was so it was so it was like looking at the world from a perspective of like i want to do good i want it you know what i mean but you know um it's not allowing me to but i'm gonna do everything in my power to make this the best the best situation possible um and i just identify with that you know we below the heavens you know what i mean And, and it's really what we make it Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Blue's definitely one of those guys that a lot of people like kind of just glance over sometimes, but like he he's one of those more uh, influential people I feel that especially in the underground, like people really need to hey, pay attention. He said he said he said don't dig it up. He said when you dig it up, but don't fuck with it. You know what I mean? After <laughs> you dig up the crate, after you dig it out the crate, don't touch it. You know what I mean? You know? Um and like I identify with that because I'm I, I like I'm a person like I, I like origins, you know. So when you create something, everybody's gonna try and do it after that. You know what I mean? You know. Um, but you know what I mean. Blue was one of those those original uh, 
foundation artists who who helped me, man. So shout out to Blue and Exile. Oh, definitely. Um, and now, like I was briefly mentioning, I mean, obviously, music is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, how'd you get into? Well, before I get into like the other influences, I guess, like how'd you get into music specifically? Man, how did I get into music? I wrote my first song. I was six years old. Okay. You know, uh, uh, my cousin is two school from the Dub Shack. Uh, the legend, you know, they got that legendary song, uh, Summertime in the LBC. So it's always been like a, a influence there. Like, dang, I got a famous cousin, you know, to do something. I didn't know what he did until I got older. Mm. But, um, but music has always been major, major impact to me. Uh, I went through all different phases. You know, um, and I guess you kind of like you can you can tell you can kind of like talk about your life through music because it's a stamp. They're time stamps. You know what I mean? Like when Kanye came out with this, I was going through this, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, personally, man, the influence was was always there uh, it, through the family, uh, just outside influence. I wrote my first song when I was six years old mixtapes all throughout high school you know what i mean and then it was about that time so now um shoot i just lost what i was gonna say but um no, that's dope like oh with the uh like you were saying um how music relates that uh, you can relate it to different like points in your life like that's yeah. something to me that like whenever i listen to an album now like that i listened to like years ago i was like oh yeah that was what i was doing back then that's that's <laughs> exactly. what was happening like it just it definitely helps put you in a different mindset and like I, I think it's different for different people some people listen to music very passively so they don't really have that connection necessarily but other people are just like no this is exactly what was happening this i can remember this. exactly i know yeah i know <laughs> yeah. this this shit was you know what i mean and that's the that's what i love about it man because it it tells stories it tells stories without you know what i mean it, it don't even matter if it's a uh you know a, a song that that you know a party song it's a party song it's still it's still time stamp you know mm -hmm. like when i hear yg and then you know uh what's the song called whisper you know mm -hmm. you 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 know automatically okay that's that's yg you know or or the yin yang twins or you know any of that you, you hear it you know it yep <laughs> so you think about like music um like back when i started really listening to hip-hop like um what was really popping off was like like you said yang twins <laughs> little john like i anytime that comes on i'm like that puts me in that mindset i'm like fast and the furious <laughs> that's, what I, that's what i'm gonna get into with that it look it's see we all got different like yeah. for me personally when i think of like middle school i was in middle school bad middle schooler you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> that's wild um so moving on from uh music specifically i know uh, you host the anime and hip hop podcast, like yeah. Um, I'm just, with that said, I'm sure anime and comic books have definitely uh, influenced Indeed. you significantly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I found it. I found comic books really shining jump. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, that was my my favorite because I, I wasn't watching Dragon Ball Z on cable. I wasn't. You know, I got inter Actually, I got introduced through comics. Through drag to, uh, to find Dragon Ball Z for the first time, oh, wow. um, but I was right before that. I was Pokemon. I was the you know the Yu Gi Oh head, and and uh, and then one day my friend Farley, I, I guess we must be in like third grade. Mm -hmm. He's like, you don't watch Dragon Ball Z? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, 
I'm like, what is that? Digimon? You know what I mean? What are you talking about? And then he showed me the, the different power levels and how the world, the universe works. And I was, was caught. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about uh, how you got introduced to Dragon Ball Z through Shonen Jump. Yeah. And it was, nice. it, hey, I, the first time I read it, it was left to right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember so that. It, just, it just shows you like, you know, you know, you first start off amateur. Mm. I read it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know where it, where he was going to. So <laughs> you, you kind of figured it out, I guess. And when I did figure it out, you know, it just the story changed and I read it over again and again mm. and again. I couldn't start reading it. So I knew that's when I knew, like, OK, uh, I got an affinity for this. Right. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> Man. Uh, got that poster right up there, too. <laughs> yeah, you, it's like you can't really like, you can't not like Dragon Ball Z. If you don't right. like Dragon Ball Z, you know, you're anime. You know, <laughs> um, but some animes that really changed my life, of course, DBZ, um, but Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho was, uh, was one of those that kind of just, spirit detectives it, it was a big it was a big influence on on spirit language actually hmm. you know what i mean you know um it way different storylines completely different world and things like that but a lot of inspiration came from uh those uh those really transitional i guess you could say transitional comics or transitional um uh, uh animes that were about death and life hmm. you mean life show yeah no Yu Yu Hakusho is definitely one of those ones that I've I've actually been meaning to go back and rewatch because I think I watched it back when I was like 13 <laughs> for sure worth it it's oh, for yeah. sure worth the binge like I remember have, like, have, what about bleach have you, you like bleach I I used to get into bleach um back in like right at the end of middle school like and uh high school but then it like with me and a lot of anime there's so many so many animes that have just filler episodes and i'm like mm -hmm. damn i don't want to i don't want to go through all this <laughs> man it's so in the mangas and then if you don't read the manga oh, along yeah. with the animating you met you miss a whole bunch of shit you know yeah that's that's something i've been lacking on too like i don't really get into manga as much like the only one that I was really keeping up with for a little while was uh, one punch man yeah one punch yeah. and then um then i just fell off like i got like past wherever they are in like season they're on season two right um yeah like i got past that whole arc and like maybe one or two after that then i was like uh i don't know what happened <laughs> no it's all good like sue you got your you got the ones that you really like and then the ones that's like uh it's seven deadly sins i love mm -hmm. that one that one was was uh you know leo leonidas you know what mm -hmm. i mean that was that was a crucial uh anime and i just want to see more of that cowboy bebop mm -hmm. you know like they they've been dropping a lot of dope stuff but what the problem is the misrepresentation we don't have a lot of representation in anime and video games you mm -hmm. know what i mean hip-hop hip-hop it's kind of like they're taking it from us but the thing is is you know what if all these three uh, uh industries we're minorities in you know what i mean except hip-hop but you you know what's going on yeah. um and just being able to create representation so when anime and hip-hop was created that was the the whole idea from it to to, to uh, further representation of not only in anime but but hip-hop and gaming yeah because i mean alongside comic books that like anime and manga have a fairly large influence i feel 
like in hip hop it's, itself and it's like, the conception of it yeah and it's like there's so like you said little representation for anyone like any minorities or anyone it makes like, no sense to me but it makes yeah. no sense to me when, when you got big pun who's who is based off the punisher yeah. you know and then you got daz who's based off you know dazzler you know what mm -hmm. i mean you know it's hip-hop like is tony starks like, uh, like there's there's so much <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then another thing that baffles me is like anime is making the most money it's ever made ever yeah. <laughs> but illustrators are poor mm -hmm. illustrators then and i'm talking about the illustrator for like the some of the biggest uh mangas i mean some of the biggest animes like cowboy bebop you know and and uh and uh uh you know what else was another one that he uh he worked on um it basically the biggest animes in the world and he's being two thousand dollars a month Oof. you know what i mean yeah he, he can't survive off that so imagine how much money the the other animators and illustrators are making right this is the top dude yeah like in because like you're saying anime has definitely been taken off more so now i mean look at attack on titan that's one of the most popular anime right now and mm. i'm sure the people <laughs> working on it ain't really making too much that's a shame yeah it's not that's not that's oh man and i'm pushing diy now like this day and age we can get all our own deals we don't need we don't pretty much need a publishing agency we don't need hey put it out yourself Mm -hmm. Don't you know it? What are we going to these major companies for? We don't need distribution anymore. Yeah, you know, is it is it, is it to be on TV? Because <laughs> TV doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, ain't no one really watching regular TV. So, because <laughs> that that was really a uh, Vindy. So, see, man, I'm saying a lot of shit, man. <laughs> I'm saying a lot of shit. But look, Vindy, they actually bought Crunch Crunchyroll. Mm -hmm. They just bought Crunchyroll and. They used a lot of money. They used a lot of bread to do it. So it was like they knew that anime. They knew where anime was going. They knew the influence that it was going to have. Um, and they went and made that made that uh that go. But Vindy controls Crunchyroll. So you know they control everything, bro. Yeah. So what? Where is this going? We need to DIY for sure. And yeah, like that's definitely that's like. I think I know for the longest time everyone's like, "Oh no, let like you have to have like some sort of backing." But we really are at the point in like this age where you can be all like pretty much fully independent and still do well, <laughs> like whether it be music or art or like anything really. Like you have that potential. Like exactly. if you got if you got the product that people want, you're they're gonna they're gonna buy it. <laughs> like that's just kind of how it is. That. Yeah, as simple as that. But people sacrifice not only their own, you know, their work and the quality of their work uh, and just to get on fast. And it's not, it, you know, you can do it. It's going to take a minute. You got some good work. Oh, it's going to take a minute. But, yeah. you know, they're like, no, I want it now. That's that's not the way to, you know, the way to go. Yeah. For example, say if you sell a hundred, you sell a hundred records, you sell, no, you sell a hundred dollars worth of product to a hundred people you good yeah you know but they want and then if you if you even try and equate that from like oh yeah i'm gonna make 
a couple penny. I'm gonna make a couple uh cents off the off my album that they push at a high level. You know, you 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 might end up with more money, but your brand or your your net worth, you know what I mean, is is dwindling away. You know, because the one thing about the major labels is it's a lot of money that they're not accounting for. You know, An independent artist, you control your accounting. Can't nobody say, oh, remember I paid for this? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> remember I did this? Yep. Yeah. You got less so, hands in the pot. <laughs> got less hands in the pot. Show. No, like that's that's something that I've seen people definitely starting to figure out more now. Because <laughs> like I've been following like when I really started getting into hip hop again, like in um, that's what, like in high school when I was really more exploring, like I was finding more independent artists, like one of my favorite artists in high school. And I mean, still kind of now tech nine, like he has his whole label and everything's basically run by him and Travis. So it's like, they, they know what they're doing there. He made it on Forbes. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's crazy. (laughs) And then how tech nine did it, man. Shout out to tech nine because you know, tech nine is a a true legend. He showed us that we can do it without going to the major companies, you know, um, uh, Tech Nine went to Ingrooves. Tech Nine went to the independent company mm-hmm. to to even put out his his uh his his records. When you think of like people like Master P, Diddy, Jay Z, they they made they they actually brought their money to the major labels. Like, look, let's go half. Let's do this. Master P said, "I got all my money, you know, so y'all don't need to do nothing. I'm just gonna use y'all name, you know." Um, in this case, Tech Nine was like, "Look, I'm not even gonna do that. I'm gonna go to Ingrooves, and then I'm gonna throw a festival." Yep. <laughs> My festival is gonna be where where you know where I mobilize things, and then I'm a I'm a uh, I'm gonna put the money towards this and smart dude. Yeah, and like I think just the work ethic for him was pretty crazy. Like him and yeah. um, I don't remember if it was him or maybe Mers who said it, but like back when they were starting out, like they would play shows for like maybe ten people, but they'd still go hard as hell. Right. Like as if there was it was a full sold out show. Like right. And you can you can drive. <laughs> Yeah, you can't like you. Psh, what do you what do you do this for? Right. You know what I mean? Because my thing is you rapping at home, you rapping hard at home, you rapping real good at home. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then, you you know, you don't want to you don't want to put this on wax. Right. Yeah, that's that's idiotic. You shouldn't even do this. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, moving on to like, I mean, I guess we can get right into spirit language now. Um, Absolutely. How'd you come up with the idea to have it be like basically a multimedia sort of experience. I was trying to figure out how to implement what I loved into mobilization. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here watching this shit every day. I'm sitting here <laughs> doing doing all these different, you know, things like video games, animes. And I used to always get mad as a kid. I, I get halfway through a season, bro. And then I'd be like, I'm not in it. Yeah, just get angry and just kind of stop. So, I needed my to create a, something that I can relate to that I felt I felt um, that I was a part of. You know what I mean? And they have the saying like, "You take one's history, you take their soul." There, there wasn't anything that I was connecting to in the video games, um, but the comic books. They were like another world, you know. I can, I can, I can relate to them, kinda, but there was no representation, you know, of 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 
of of darker of darker skin. It's just you know what I mean of melanated. It was no melanation. It was some, but they weren't highlighted. Yeah. Um, so with this one, I had an idea like, how can I do it? You know what I mean? How can I do it and and make it to where it speaks to me? Because these days I can't play the regular video games. I can't play. I can't just invest myself into something that's not evolving or I relate to completely. Hmm. That makes sense for sure. So like, yeah, because video games, I don't see any representation of uh, of melanated melanation in video games. It's hard for us to even get into the video game world. So um, I felt like revolutionizing and doing this for one project would be, would be monumental because I've seen 50 Cent drop a, a, a video game. I've seen the Wu-Tang drop a video game. But what I've, I have never seen is them do it all for one project, uh, an album, comic, and, um, and a video game. You know, and I feel like that will add on to the experience. Yeah, like definitely. I think most of the time when they do those sorts of things, it's more like, oh, yeah, we have this album and then, like years later or like a completely unrelated they'll put out like um a video game like i know a lot of other artists now are starting to kind of hop on that comic book uh train right with um i know denzel curry dropped when he dropped unlocked but he was already trying to do that stuff anyway (laughs) but yeah denzel curry he's a big anime fan yeah it's like I, i i don't remember what i was watching but it was like a video of him and he was just like drawing He's like, yeah, no, this is for my comic book. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, but then, like, you have Freddie Gibbs, who's never really said anything about comics, and he has a comic book for Alfredo. And it's like, it's kind of weird, but it's like, okay, cool. It's a You're wave. Doing it. It's a it's yeah. a wave right now. Um, the thing is, was what's so great about it is like, I started it years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago. So it took a minute for it to actually get done. But when it did get done, it was like, it was missing from hip hop, you know what I mean? Um, so everybody who did do it was ahead of their time, you know? Outkast, um, Black Eyed Peas, you know, they, and they did this in 1990, 1996, like, you know? Um, and that was one of the biggest influences. When I seen Black Eyed Peas, they, when I seen how, how they did it, you know, it was like an interactive mm-hmm. comic book. I didn't want to do nothing that they did because they did it. But it was like, how can I revel- How can I do something that's in the realm, but me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that, yeah, they had the interactive video game. You put your your your, your phone over the the comic book. I'm I'm sorry, comic book. You put your phone over the comic book, and it plays. Yeah, that's that's tight. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, with the uh, like, for me, whenever I think of um like video games or um, like a comic book or even movies that have yeah. a an album associated with them. To me, for whatever reason, I always try to like if I like, for example, with um, Judas and the Black Messiah, like yeah. I listened to that album and then I watched it a couple of days after and the whole time I'm like, all right, well, where can I, where would these songs fit in? Like, is that something that you're trying to do with your, uh, with, with the, the soundtrack? Book? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, like like creating creating um, uh, songs that were tailored t- 
to what was going on in the in the music you know what i mean like for example uh city dreamers city dreamers was uh was the featuring king los but it was it was about basically this book number two so book number two isn't out yet but each song is going to be is going to be directly tailored to a situation so that they can uh let's say when they do animate it when they change it into animation you'll be able to just bam to see it perfectly you know um but there's a couple tracks like crystal ball crystal ball is tailored toward toward um the meeting of the gypsy you know the meeting of and and what happened with it even the the verse the verse is talking about the conversation that they had with um uh, uh the divination the divination conversation you know so it, each each song is gonna is gonna tell a story and and further further expand the conversation now before we get too into uh spirit language like just like the intricacies of it um yeah. you mind giving a synopsis just for the listeners because like, i'm sure there's like what the hell are y'all even talking about right now absolutely <laughs> okay so spirit language is the synopsis is basically what happens when the station of reincarnation is taken over by the goddess of the wind. What, 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 what parallels, what, you know, offsets, what would happen to the world? So what it basically what it would be is explaining this story. It would explain that story. How did it happen? You know what I mean? Um, what, when, when did it unravel? You know, and it, it goes through a story about her, her, uh, her family, her royal family. And that royal family were basically, they, they, um, they didn't like her. They didn't like her because she was powerful. She was very powerful. Um, and then she fell in love with something that they created. So if in basically in their minds was she was able to overtake them. She can politically, you know, um, be the next queen of of everything that they created and they'll just be lost in in the in the you know in the shadows. She's not like that. She wasn't like that, but they did it anyway. You know what I mean? So uh, basically they put her in a box. They put her inside a box. They call it the paradox box. And that paradox box entrapped her, you know, until but she what she was able to do was send thoughts. Yeah, so basically yeah, it's uh, it's the synopsis. Is basically uh, they they entrap her inside the paradox box. The paradox box is is like a um, it can spiritually harness all your powers. But remember, thought is the only thing that can be transferred. So what she does is she sends thoughts to the la the girl that's taking her place. The girl that takes her place is then drawn to to the to the paradox box to open it. So when she opens it, my gene is released, but she's been in there for a long time. And mm -hmm. anytime that it don't matter if it's a spirit, it don't matter what, what type of um, uh, uh, being it is, right? If it's trapped anywhere for a long time, it's gonna develop, it's gonna develop, uh, uh, if not anger, fear, it's gonna, something's gonna develop. With her, it was pain, it was anger. It was it, not only just that, it was, power and that's where pure power comes from mm -hmm. so she she woke up and uh she was so witty witty man you know she got up like hey you know um i'm here you ain't even got to look for me <laughs> this I'm, I'm ready to destroy all this and rebuild it in my image mm -hmm. you know and she represented she represents 
the, the, the black woman. She represents, my Gina represents the black woman because what happens is, is uh, they're misunderstood. They're so misunderstood, you know, from pain, from their pain, from their anger, from their anguish. And yeah, and so my Gina is the story of the black woman. That's dope. So, okay. So is, um, like, it obviously it's going to be like a longer form sort of a story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, you, like you said, book two is coming at like at some point, but, um, book one, I'm sure only covers a small part of it. <laughs> the, the start, it, it, it covers the start, you know what I mean? How it happened, uh, not the intricate details, but just the, the, the surface level, like mm-hmm. what happened? Right. Like just a really solid intro to, uh, to this whole world that you're creating. Exactly. That's dope. Exactly. And then everybody's backstory will eventually uh, be told. Um, but what's so interesting about it is Kanase, which is the, the he's the elder. So mm-hmm. Kanase, he, he, he was supposed to be king, but he kind of just let it, let it go. You know, he didn't like where his family was leading the royal empire. So um, they didn't, he didn't like how they did my Gina. He didn't like none of that. Um, but what's crazy is his spirit was directly connected to my spirit. So they're basically the same person. They were born on the same day. That's just what it was. So my Gina was trying to figure out, all right, he takes my emerald stone. He takes my ruby stone. And this is where she harnessed her power for all those years. And he takes it. Where would he send it? Hmm. to himself you know so it ends up it it ends up like a uh, just a a story wow. for the ages that's <laughs> that's wild actually <laughs> like huh <laughs> well i mean obviously we don't want to spoil nothing so <laughs> right <laughs> we'll, have to, <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes in the uh in the book um is so that's the book um with the video game, is that meant to be sort of like a, um, I guess in parts as well? Yeah. So, ooh, what's dope and what I love about this age is that I don't have to just put out a video game and then people can just buy that video game. What happens is they buy that video game and when the next book comes out, they'll also be able to get a new download. You know what I mean? So they can download the new book. They can download the new adventures. They can download everything and just continue the story without buying a whole new video game. So this is like basically like an update to the game just for more story stuff. Yep. So like, for, like, like you, for example, you will get all the updates as they go along. Um, uh, someone, like say if, they, if they, um, they just bought the video game, then they'll only get that, that uh, mm that situation but you who bought the whole the whole package will get everything the whole time like from the pdfs uh you get unlimited pdfs um and then you get the the updates to the video game that's dope and then um okay yeah so like you're saying or like we just said so the the game itself is gonna kind of follow along with the story It's going to follow the storyline, but one thing about this is it's going to be, um, for example, you're, you ever play Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, you go through the storyline, but you also can go off. You can go off the storyline, right? you know? 
And I want to be big with that because I, I hated playing storylines all the time, not able to do what I wanted to do. What if I wanted to just walk in this dude's house? Would I be able to do this shit? You know? Uh, so those, those elements are there. Also, you, you walk into random places and you find different things. Shoot. Um, this game is going to be like, imagine, imagine Boondocks. Imagine Dragon Ball Z. Imagine Yu Yu Hakusho. In one, huh? That'd be that sounds dope for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like you were saying about the like story, like games having a storyline. That that reminded me of um, this thing that one of my friends always says. With like, he he doesn't like um, many RPG games just because they're very like structured. Yeah. But like he likes the more open world ones because he's like, basically, I'm paraphrasing what he said. He's like. What if I want to go over there and kill that motherfucker? <laughs> Why won't they let me do that? <laughs> exactly, man. Freedom. We need freedom. Yeah. We need freedom. We want to feel like we want to do things that we can't do in this world. Mm-hmm. Now, is um, with the game, is it going to be like, like you're saying, like it's going to kind of have different branches that you can go into? Um, are you going to be expanding the world via the game more or are you going to be doing it in the book or is it going to be a mix of both? The game will be, if you, if you play the game before you read the book, you, you'll probably know a lot more, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's only so much we can do with, uh, with the, with the comic. Um, and you know, when the manga comes out, it's, uh, they'll be able to digest it more, but the, the, uh, the video game is going to be able to expand a lot more. You'll be able to uh, find side excursions, even artists, you know, different artists that, that uh, that's part of it. That's not a part of the, the, the comic book. Hmm. I mean, all type of stuff like that. That's dope. And um, with the soundtrack to it, basically, um, is I would assume that obviously the game is going to have the soundtrack playing throughout Absolutely. like certain events. Absolutely. Uh, was is the soundtrack going to be something that you keep adding to like um like with each addition to the yes. the book okay cool each each okay each drop will come with a new comic mm-hmm. and a new download mm-hmm. so every time there's a new comic there's a new download okay. there'll be no, another uh, video game download if it didn't come right then you'd be expecting one mm-hmm. you know but it but every time C3 releases anything it will be a music a comic book and a video game with it i see that's dope so is the is what we have currently going to be like for the entirety of like book one essentially or absolutely okay absolutely so it'd be book one uh and then you'll be able to build up the world so after you get to a certain level of book one it just becomes open Mm -hmm. it becomes an open world until the new download comes but the open world is so interactive it doesn't seem like as if like uh the storyline stops you know um so it'd be like you you went as much as far as you can and now it's just time to just build up your character you know um side excursion different people that you can meet uh different um uh, uh 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 missions that you can take on but you know, until that next download comes, you won't be able to go to the next level. <laughs> okay, so okay, so um, you're saying once it once you get through like the story bits, you're just able to kind of explore and get more of um the world. <laughs> the world, yeah, and it and the and thing is, is this, it just never 
it never really stops because <laughs> when you when you start with the open world each like you start off with with the dark beings you know you start off with the with the obscure beings so those beings are the first ones that you fight but then if you get if you start beating them up so easily then a, another another uh portal opens up and then more beings come in my gina fucked up the universe so when it's it's all type of beings that see that damn she did it she controlling oh damn we can get in there and we can kind of like start start our battle you know mm -hmm. um so that's what this is it's a it's a galactic war uh but more so it it starts in the spiritual mm. that's dope so okay so um with i guess the title like trying to trying to tie it back into like the um the synopsis you gave so spirit language like is more of just like the the thoughts that she was sending out to um i forgot the person but her like, name, the, yeah yeah her name is kamia okay so like yeah. it was the it was the thoughts that she was sending out to her to like basically free her from the box right exactly uh, got it hey so. so the thing is what spirit language means is medumature it means medumature so it, the, 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 the language of the gods. Mm. The language of the gods isn't this language. Right. Communication. It's not communication. You know, this is actually the lowest vibration that we have talking to each other. I should be able to just send you exactly everything that I'm saying. And this, that's what it, what it, it works off. It works off with that world. Mm. I see. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Like it really sounds like you, you like built up this world pretty heavily. Um, did you pull any influences like or inspiration from anywhere else, or is it just like just straight from your brain? <laughs> yeah, straight from my brain. This one, it was a. Uh, I mean, like I said, the Yu Hakusho, Dragon, like all those. Right. But um, the thing is, it was the 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 origin of the storyline. I had to bring it out from my soul. It was like I needed to tell a story that that hasn't been told. You know what I mean? Um, and that was a story that's always been in my head, you mm -hmm. know, like this woman, you know, because because I believe I believe um, this universe, it's different phases, different, you know, women creating different universes. And then those universes turn it into galaxies, and, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Smaller, get smaller, get smaller, micro, uh, micro, macro, you know, um, but yeah, and I think my Gina, my Gina was the one to take over, and they stopped it. They're like, "Nah, you, we, we can't have that happening right now." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's dope. So you said the game's coming out for Xbox and PC, right? Xbox and PC, um, PC download, Xbox download. They can get the physical, the physical one, but it's just like, why? You know, um, if you want the look. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's free download. That's well, not free download, but well, you'll be able to get a download. And then um, are you doing, like, I know you said you're doing, like, PDFs and everything for each other book, but um, are yeah. you doing physicals for that as well? Yeah, so the books will be physical. Okay. Um, we It actually will be the first comic book shop is picking it up, uh, Met Metropolis, um, Metropolis uh, Comics, which is, you know, in Bellflower, California. Mm -hmm. They're going to be taking it in. And yeah, we're just starting the tour, getting doing the pop up shops, uh, you know, just get in, get in the, the fans to, to know that it's here. That's dope. Yeah. Like, I can imagine getting, getting the book into shops is not the easiest thing because uh, 
I, I worked at a comic shop for about three months. Oh, but, um, <laughs> it, it was only because uh, I knew the com- uh, the owner and he's like, I need some help. So I, I yeah. But um, like my understanding is that they have to really go through like the they distributors. And yeah. For non major labels, you can say like anything that's not Marvel, DC, or Image, or like it's a little bit tougher to get in. <laughs> yeah. And that's why building those relationships is important. You know, so like like you said, you know, you knew the owner. It's this whole industry is about relationships. Point yeah. period. You know, it's learning how to how to uh, articulate what you're doing. And usually, every comic book shop that I ask to to do it, they just they want to make sure that it's not a it's not a whole lot of violence. It's not you know um, destructive to kids or anything like that. Um, but yeah, every you know, shout out to to, to Metropolis Comics because they took it. They took it. They said, "Hey man, just let me see it. Let me see. Check it out." He's like, "Oh, this is amazing." He said, "Uh, <laughs> I'll put it right in. You know, let me know when 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 you want to do the pop up." And like, that's awesome. So I imagine and we uh, want to do that all all across the country. For sure. You know, anime and hip hop is a podcast, a tour circuit, and a film production company. So. The film production company we wanna we wanna do like uh, classic films, classic animes based off hip hop tracks, based mm-hmm. off old hip hop tracks, based off you know in new indie artists, you know, so we can expand the the anime universe. That's dope, actually. Um, there was I'd seen um, kind of recently there was it was a production company that worked with um, the weekend for one of um, his videos. I, I'm trying to remember oh, what it is. Yeah, um, I think it was DR Studios. Like they're um, fully black owned and everything, and yep. they're in Japan, which is crazy. Out in Japan, but um, like that, it's kind of sounds like that's, that's similar to that. Where absolutely they took that song and they're like, "All right, well, we'll make a video for it and like kind of build up the universe with it." But like you're right on point. Like that'd be that sounds dope because there's so many tracks out there. Obviously, I mean that's gonna be a whole nother thing trying to contact the original artist. Right. But if you're doing your own sort of thing, like I feel like a lot of people would be down for it, especially right. like, because um, like we mentioned earlier, hip hop has like a whole like, or comics and anime have such a huge influence on hip hop. Like Just I'm sure a lot of the OGs would be down for it too. <laughs> and, and it's so funny because the OGs, that's what they grew up on you know yeah. so they they they're so it's the new school that's not familiar with the comic books and then when they do get it it's like a kid in a candy store man it's really crazy because it's um i give it to a new school kid like a, a millennial you know they get it they like oh my oh it looks amazing this is crazy i give it to a, a old school cat you know somebody from the 70s somebody they're like oh, this is this reminds me of you know when i was a kid and it shows me how much comics are missing from the game. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you would assume that at this point, because Marvel and DC just are doing big things, like, people would actually go more into the comics and start to explore all that. But <laughs> No, they shut down Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics was shut down a couple months ago. Um, and then to further Marvel Studios. Yeah. You know, so they're... they're Comics is a, a lost, a lost art, really. Yeah. You know, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Like it's it's something that people people don't know that they're missing. <laughs> right. Exactly. You just you hit it right on the coffin. You hit the nail on the coffin right there. Um, they don't know. Yeah. And like once they find out, they're they're gonna get hooked. <laughs> they're gonna get hooked. They this shit. They've been looking at uh. They've been looking at computers for so long. You know what I mean? Like shit. They get some color. They get some color on on, on some paper. It should look like gold. <laughs> yeah. so it's like what the hell is this? What? what? <laughs> it's hella funny though, because like there's definitely people out there that like I um my manager at um at my old place of work, he's he's super into like the superhero movies, but he ain't, he didn't really read any of the comics, but like ever since like they he, he ever since marvel started really popularizing superheroes again like, yeah. he's like he's all about it he still hasn't really gone into the comic books but like it's starting to i feel like that's it's starting it, to get it, there but it's, it's not, a curiosity he's yeah. like damn i wonder what really i wonder what happened on paper yeah. i knew it was deeper than this mm-hmm. i know like we would have hella discussions like after the movies come out and we're just like oh damn okay <laughs> But, yeah, like like Black Panther, for example. Yeah. Black Panther, um, it's so crazy because in the original storyline, uh, uh, his sister actually becomes the Black Panther, yep. and it's it's a uh, it's fact is uh, is is crazier than fiction because that's exactly what's gonna happen, you know. Um, but yeah, bro, highlighting those storylines and and bringing them to life, um, but accurately, accurately, because they starting to change a bunch of stuff too. Uh, yeah. For example, like Static Shock. I'm a big Static Shock fan. I just heard they 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 brought it, they bring it back, right? They bringing it back. They brought the original one back, and then they bring it. They they dropped a new comic book from it for it. And um, but the problem is they changed the whole origin of of, of Virgil. So Aww. Virgil, no, it's it's not the same. Uh, like he was at school having problems with with the with the bullies, and then yeah. you know it, it it ended up happening like they were at a Black Lives Matter event, and then. He he sees the bully at the Black Lives Matter event, and then the government throws the tear gas. Mm-hmm. It just changes the whole origin. Yeah. And DC needs to talk to us about this shit before they just, you know. Yeah, it's like I see where they're going with it, but it's like for an established character, <laughs> no, we can't yeah. do that. <laughs> and then with it, it I, I really want to know. Who did they change the the first bully into? Because remember, the first bully was that that white guy with the yeah. with the fire hair, you know, yeah. he just turned fire. So will that change? You know what I mean? Like, because in that that it raises overtones, right? Yeah. So, uh, man, let's see what they do with Static Shock, man. Honestly, looking back at it, Static Shock was ahead of his time, like in that sort of sense, like it was ahead of his time. Because when it, it came out in like I early two thousands, right? Yeah, I remember it in early 2000. Yeah. That was the first time I got inter- um, introduced to it. Like it was on Cartoon Network and like CW. It was on no, oh, it was yeah, on yeah. Cartoon Network and Kids WB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like to me, it was, it was one of my favorite shows because it was just so different. Like it was, it was relatable. In, it was so relatable. Yeah. We like, don't, have, still we don't have any dark characters. Exactly. <laughs> like it was still in that superhero realm and like it was still kind of related to like Batman and them, but it was enough uh, removed that it's like, no, this is just its own thing. It's just, it exists hey, here. And then I was mad. I was mad <laughs> when I found out that like, he was part of the Justice League mm-hmm. 
but they I've never seen them. Yep. I've never seen them. And yeah. they, they show them in different little places, but Static Shock would have been an amazing uh, Justice League member. Yeah. You know, they need to highlight them more. Mm-hmm. I really, they just need to go back and uh, reintroduce old Static. <laughs> right. That was right. dope to me. <laughs> Virgil was vicious. Virgil was vicious. He was witty. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like a Static Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> That's the, yeah. That's that's about right because yeah, Spider Man was hella witty with it. <laughs> he was witty. <laughs> Miles Morales. We yeah. got the new the new Spider Man with Miles Morales. Um, that was a really cool movie. Yeah, I love, I, I love the, the, how they connected it. It was like, so good. It was so good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that and like I think just the fact that it just happened to coincide with Marvel doing their own Spider Verse movie, like a comic, like. The timing was there. <laughs> yeah. Like it was right on point. It had to be planned, but <laughs> like, that, that was a dope ass movie for sure. And then he had the dopest origin story. And like it was very real too though. Like it wasn't um I mean obviously like with, with Peter Parker, like, yeah, he go, he went on a school trip. Oh well mm-hmm. depending on when how you read it, but he went on a school trip, got bit by a spider, now he's Spider Man. But with him it was just like there was more surrounding it. It was like, a lot more surrounded it. Like he went, he went to the sewer with his with his uncle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And his uncle's a, like it was just it was and his dope. uncle's a super villain. It was <laughs> fucking super villain. That that was the plot twist. Like, and it was even crazier because like his dad was a police, like a police officer, and it's like, I right, so there's so many different parts of it there. <laughs> he's an Afro. He's an Afro Latino. You know what I yeah. mean? Miles Morales. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy when he first came out. Everyone was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and now yeah, because yeah, I was one of them. I was one of them. You know, like I was mad because they were just changing all the characters and making them uh, and making them, you know, like Spider-Man and making them black. It felt you know? kind of forced. For it sure. felt forced. Yeah. Felt At least forced. that was like the, the tone. <laughs> Yep, you're right. And that's what I wanted to, I just, that's why I kind of added on to what I was doing. Like, you know, man, they keep just doing this. They're just making the money off of it. At the end of the day, you know, if we create our, our superheroes and do the same thing that they're doing, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to sacrifice our integrity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I'm glad that this is what you're doing because like you said, it's, it's definitely... There's not as much representation as there should be, but it's also like, like with the example of Spider-Man, it's just kind of like, well, let's make a black Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's what a lot, like a lot of people thought of, like when it first came out, or that he, that that was gonna be the new you Spider-Man. You see the Batman. You see Batman. Oh, Batman. Yeah. She's black woman. You know. Um, I would love to see a black, just a black character, just her yeah. away from being Batman. Yeah, like just a brand new original character. Exactly. Because I, I heard um, they're rebooting the Superman movies and Superman's supposed to be black, which cool, but it's like like, is that necessary? Like, why can't you have like an, a new character or someone who's just completely unrelated to Superman? Because the artists that, I mean, artists, the, the <laughs> characters that they want to be uh, that need to be black is not yeah. like Black Adam. They yeah. got a dude named Black Adam 
from Egypt. <laughs> yeah. He's from Egypt. He's from ancient. He's from old ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. He has like sorcery powers and he's a white dude. Yeah. Like, how does that make sense? <laughs> it made no sense, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Let's, it's, a, it's a lot of things that need to be fixed. If Marvel is op- open with having a conversation and, <laughs> and, and things like that, like, I'm sure we can help uh, uh, make their universe expand it, you know, uh, with, new, with new superheroes that, 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 that are from this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when we think about Spider-Man, when we think about Superman, we think about all of those origins. They're, they're from the 1950s. Yeah. We need some new representation. Definitely. Uh, yeah. No, for sure. I, I agree. Because it's like one, yeah, their origin stories are pretty dated, but also like we can just have new characters. <laughs> <laughs> like, that easy. <laughs> like, like if you have a company like Marvel or DC back in it, like it's going to do, it's more than likely going to do well. <laughs> like, and, and then they know their demographic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you you know the people who are actually going out watching the movies reading the comics like why don't you try to cater more to them hey it, it baffles me that you it's like the inbound marketing approach uh in this case they don't they kind of already have a fan they have the some of the biggest fans in the world you know find out what they want and give it to them because yeah. that's what that's how they're that's the people that you're going to sell the product to so you know um yeah having being open to uh to, to new projects and listening to the fans man yeah definitely uh, um i think that's mostly all i got <laughs> um is there any uh i guess final comments or anything you want to let the listeners or viewers know about spirit language and, and just yourself in general Oh man, I just, I just want to really um, just put on wax. Like it hasn't been done, and we can be part of history. You know what I mean? Um, and then what I mean is changing the narrative, changing the narrative. Um, Hip hop, they're trying to change the narrative. Anime, we're going to. They only can change the narrative if we if we allow them to change the narrative. You know, so. Uh, Really, what I want to push is is more representation, more more uh, more melanated representation in comics, in video games, and and furthering it in hip hop. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's I think that's something that most people can get behind, or I would hope so at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You look at them like, oh, you don't want to do it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right. mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like pop, huh? Okay. Mm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, I, yeah, no, like C3 said, like we, it's, it's something that we can definitely build up as a community. Like, and right. if you have enough people saying it, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's exactly. got to happen. It's got to happen. Uh, with that said, everyone, be sure to check out Spirit Language, the the album, the comic, the video game. Uh, oh, where can where can people grab the uh, the comic and video game, uh, the, the, and also the CD? I guess <laughs> right on the website, um, Third Eye Tribe, three R D 
I E Y E tribe T R I B E and then E N T dot com. Sure, I'll put that link in the description, but I'll also I'll put it up on the screen at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah hey, sure. thanks for having me on. We talked oh, yeah. about a lot. <laughs> we talked about a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't wait to you know put this on wax and uh, right. and let people know you know what we got coming up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, thank you for joining me. Like like I said at the beginning, like it was hard to get a schedule going, but once we got it. Like, nah, man. That's, that's what I try to do. Me, like, it, it's I'm, I'm going to send be... you a drop also. I'm going to send you a drop, you know, uh, but we can, uh, you feel me, just push this as, as best as possible. Yeah, for sure. No, and I mean, with this sort of, like whenever I have guests on the on the podcast, it's not really like, we, we try to keep it as light as possible. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I don't, I don't know if the listeners really care to hear about all the anime stuff that we was talking about, but it's there. Hey, it's there. <laughs> you like that too? It all right. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there's enough overlap, like we've already discussed. Nah, but uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for taking your time out on this wonderful Sunday afternoon. Well, oh, I guess Monday when people start watching it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but, of um, course. Anytime, brother. Like, oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, yeah, well, we'll know. have to uh, chop it up when the um, when the video game comes out. Do a, do a stream or something. I would love to. Yeah, I need. Yeah, <laughs> like get that going. Talk it up while we're going through it. Exactly. Yes, and then I'm gonna send you a muscle uh, uh, music video uh, for King Los called City Dreamers featuring oh, yeah. Balanced Mind. That'll be coming out within the next three weeks, and I'm gonna send it to you and Underground Hip Hop Blog first. Sure. Yeah, we'll be sure to spread the word. <laughs> off top man thank you thank you for having me on the bar for bar podcast my name is c3 and i'm out here uh thank you uh and for everyone else make sure you comment below with what you thought of this podcast if you haven't listened to c3 go check out his music and then come back and then respond on the comments <laughs> um like and subscribe if you want to see more podcasts and interviews and conversations like this and thank you for watching please stay safe out there <laughs>